Like, I, I, I ended up going to a friend's house because they needed help with an audition tape. So, oh, you know. Oh, snap. How, what, what audition was it for? Some feature film. Okay. Some big feature film with Lena Waite. Nice, nice. You know, small stuff. Hey, man. Hey, the small stuff will get you to the big stuff, you know? That's one of the reasons. You know. <laughs> I was like, you gotta grind over there. Just let me know whenever you're ready, boss, and then I'll, I'll get I get rolling. Yeah, I'm on my headphones on, so I can keep it. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Not in a rush, man. I was like, I got all day. I didn't even know this. You were gonna tell. I thought it was gonna be a uh, speaker thing. I didn't know we was gonna be live. Oh, it's not. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I'll um I'll record it, but then I just edit like the intro and the outro, and then I'll upload it like in a day or two. Okay. Um, yeah, man, I'm ready whenever you are. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, I guess I want to start off by saying congrats on the new role you just got, man. Do you mind uh, elaborating on that a little bit? Yeah, thank you, man. It was uh, it was random. Yeah, I met met them on Clubhouse and uh, casting director randomly. Uh, you know, I spoke about the the movie and the role, and I submitted my stuff, and then the next thing you know, I'm in the film. So. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. It's funny how with, with, with the power of Clubhouse, you know. I honestly, I agree, man. I just got on Club got on Clubhouse maybe like like six days ago, five days ago, and I'm just still tripped out. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, what what are all these people doing here? I'm like, it's a trip. It's kind of like an exclusive thing right now, and I kind of don't want to have it polluted. So I'm like, keep it invite only, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. know, how'd this you? Is a dope setup. Oh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. I'm like the like behind here, like like I'm I'm just I don't I don't really care, but I'm semi professional, semi not. <laughs> so it's just like a curtain. Yeah. The other side, just like my room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's dope. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, another thing that I wanted to say is I I kind of took like a deep dive on your Instagram. Uh, I know you don't. Uh, pro- most people don't get it nowadays, but. I, I guess I want to give you some recognition because you're the definition of consistency and, and hard work. I say, I see you've been at it, at least from Instagram's sake, like since 2014 and you've been going up and up and up and up and up. And I'm like, holy shit, man. He's the definition of a, of a multi-year overnight success. You know, I'm like, sometimes yeah. the break comes down a little bit later, but you're still grinding at it. And that, that goes to show like the grit that you have. And a lot of people don't actually acknowledge it nowadays. It'll give you, like, the congrats and everything, but you never get to, like, just stop and appreciate that. So amazing job on that. Um, one of the things that I wanted to get to first off, though, right away, I want to know about the, the move from L.A. to New York. You quit your um, your paralegal job with 40 bucks, right? Yeah, man. I was working as a paralegal um, in D.C., and I, like, moved to New York with, like, $40. And yeah. Set my car for the first two years, and... Yeah, just like auditioning out of my car. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, man, how um how long were you in your car before you found a place in New York? About two years. About yeah. two years. Yeah, because I got a room. I, I didn't even know that you can rent a room. I didn't know what that was. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was twenty at the time, twenty one at the time. And I, I didn't know you can rent rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had no idea. And so this lady was like, you know, you can just rent a room for like six, seven hundred, eight hundred bucks or something. And I was like, all right. So it took me two years to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then um yeah, I had to get a, like a part time job. Like I was a I was a I had a job as um 
like a motto in Abercrombie Fitch. Nice. Uh-huh. You know, it was like shirtless guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that, what's that one movie with uh, Zach Efron and Seth Rogen? I forget what it's called. Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, he was just shirtless outside of Abercrombie with Seth Rogen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was that guy. Yeah. I did that for extra income. And, mm-hmm. You know, saving checks and learning how to, you know, prioritize your $3 that you have, basically. Oh, man, trust me, I've been there, like, on my own, like, rides. Like, I didn't have a place for a little bit either. Uh, for me in particular, I went over this in another podcast. I was, like, I, I, I was barely making, like, minimum wage. That didn't even cut it for rent. I'm, like, dude, I'm, like, how the fuck am I going to survive, you know? I'm, like, it's expensive out here. I'm, like, maybe I fucking lived in Illinois. Yeah, maybe I cut it, but over here, fuck no, bro, not in L.A. So, yeah, I mean. Are you in L.A. right now? I'm in L.A., yeah. Oh. oh, I wouldn't say LA because whenever I say LA, people get like triggered. I want to say like 20 minutes out of LA, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know how the people are like, you're not from LA. And then I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes out, yeah, but yeah. the pricing's yeah. still up there, you know? So. Oh, wow. That's all we know. Oh, is that? Housing and things like that? Yeah, everything's like super inflated. I'm just waiting for like the crash to happen, man. <laughs> I'm just like, we're going to have a reset. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know? But I, hope so, man. I know what, what, um, how was the transition from, well, I know you moved in a car. Why did you move from, from LA to New York? Well, I moved from DC to New York. I've never actually even oh, been got to you. ever in my life. Okay. Um, yeah, I moved from DC to New York. Um, I, I low key just, you know, quit my job. I was just unhappy with my full-time job. Mm-hmm. I just was not happy. It's boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can curse in this podcast. Oh, dude, this podcast is called Socially Irresponsible. Curse all you want, bro. <laughs> I'm like, depending on the guest, sometimes I'll have like a shot or two before. I do not give a shit. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> yeah, we should have had a shot. Um, I'll th- dude, I got a bottle. If you have one, I'll take one right now, man. No, nah, I don't got a bottle. Oh, shit. Um, hey, hey, since you're the know, guest, I'll, I'll take one while you talk. Okay, good. I have you on speaker. Okay. You're good. Okay, cool, man. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I just moved here um, from D.C. and just to, to pursue art and figure out life. And New York was like a fresh start for me. And, you know, it was like three hours away in a car. So I was like, fuck it, just go to New York. And uh, yeah, actually, Loki actually won some tickets to 106 in Park. You remember that show? I do not. I, I don't actually. It's on BT. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's a show called One Six Park on BT. Okay. And I won tickets to uh, a show, and it was they were premiering uh, Karate Kid with Taraji P. Henson and Jada Smith. And uh, yeah, I, I, I looked in the crowd, and I saw Jackie Chan, I saw Taraji. I was like, I, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. What the fuck I'm doing in, in DC? Like, yeah. This is so I kind of like just packed up my shit and just moved like, like next day basically almost. Oh shit! What were you doing over there in DC like for uh, for a job? Because you all, I I'm, I'm in the same position right now. Obviously, we're both working to better ourselves like day over day. But like right now, I I fucking. I, I don't I hope they don't hear shit, but I'm like, I fucking hate my job, bro. I'm just like, I'm not in a position yeah. to quit yet. Um, Again, I'm working towards it just so that way it's like a smoother transition. Even though I take a pay cut, I'll take a pay cut. But right now I'm like, I, I'm so b- building up like what I'm doing right you now. You know, the funny thing is that I quit my job once I got a promotion. Oh, snap. No way. Yeah. I got a promotion and like a week later I quit. Um, And I actually was looking forward to that promotion. But I, I mean, I don't know. I just was just... 
for me, it was just like, if I, you know, if I sat up and waited to save a certain amount or waited on a certain date to do it, and, mm-hmm. you know, because it was also funny because I was actually going to do this with a friend of mine and we both was like, all right, in a month, we're out. Yeah. All right. Me, I was serious with that, obviously, but her, she was kind of like, uh, you know, on the fence with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, she ended up staying. Oh, shit. Long story short. So I think for me, if I didn't just get the fuck out the way I did, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have did it. You, you, you would have stayed in that complacent zone, right? Yes, exactly. Real quick before we keep going, I know you don't have one, but cheers, man. I was like, I'm singing that straight out the bottle. I don't. Cheers. I was like, I had some leftover Japanese whiskey in the in my drawer. I was like, fuck it. I've been I've been drinking that shit like in two months, <laughs> actually. That's dope. That's dope. My man has that that uh, Japanese whiskey joint. Dude, Japanese whiskey is the shit, man. Sometimes it can be yeah, a little pricey, fire. but it's good, man. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But okay, how how were you in regards to? Because obviously you were scared when you when you did the move, right? Like you you quit during a promotion. Like that's crazy. How how did your overhead look like, like with bills and all? Well, I mean, I was twenty one at the time, so okay, I didn't really have that many bills. I was living with my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, I did have a car at the time. That 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 became expensive. Like I had a brand new car. I had a Dodge Charger, two thousand nine. Okay, um, and so that that became expensive, and then. You know, I think overall, I just, um, I just, to be honest, like I was in debt for like a little while uh-huh. and I was under a hold for a little while financially, um, just, to, just because I was so focused on trying to figure myself out, cleanse myself. So I wasn't really thinking about uh, income. I wasn't really thinking about where to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of took the, I took that moment of youth that I had, the little small little moment where I could say, okay, I can fuck up big, big. You can take bigger risks. Mm-hmm. Just so I could, you know, take that big risk, you know, now before it's too late. What was the um, the objections that your parents had when you, how did you break that down to them? And Were they supportive was or was it chaotic? Because it can go both ways. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Nigerian too, so my parents are just super strict on that. Okay. But, you know, it's funny. It's like they didn't necessarily um, support it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but you know, once I started booking TV shows and shit mm-hmm. like that, and they were just like, "Oh, that's my baby." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, I. I was talking on another podcast as well. I was saying that normally you don't have the support until until you're having others support you first, and then people jump on the bandwagon. Oddly enough, for whatever reason, um, the people that are supposed to support you the most, they kind of, I, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing or, or jealousy. I have no idea what it is, but they kind of try to bring you back to where they're at just so that way you don't break yeah. free from that cycle. And if yeah. you're for people that are listening, if if people are thinking you're crazy, sometimes you might be, but that's what you need to do in order to be able to break past that little that little chain that you're currently in. So even exactly. though it, yeah, even though it's a bitch, I was like, you sometimes you do have to just pull the trigger and then just go for it, you know, no matter how crazy it yeah. seems. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather take a chance and fail than not take a chance and live in misery, you know. Did you just did you just make that up? Uh no. 
I, I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> the fucking whiskey already, bro. No. I, I don't I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying anymore, but I think it's the whiskey talking. But it's true, though, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I'd rather not, I, we, whether it's a yes or no, that quote's so true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, no, dude, I, I commend you for that. That's, uh, when did you first get your, um, your first gig? Because obviously it was maybe like a year or two, like, when you were just living in the road before you went into a room, right? Yeah, um, so yeah, I was I was staying in my car, blah blah. So I started, I initially started out as a model, mm-hmm. um, and then I transitioned into background work, and then um, I met Leonardo DiCaprio on Wolf of Wall Street. What? On set, yeah, I was a background artist. Wait, that was during Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh was shit! Wolf of Wall Street. Now I was a background artist. Nice. Um, and I literally got the I I went on set and I was on set and I, I asked him I was like yo have you ever done background work before and he was mm-hmm. like. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I stopped doing that shit, and I actually uh, started training, went to school for it. I went out to London, um, started doing, like, okay. Shakespeare out there, and then I came back, and then one of my first films made Tribeca Film Festival, mm-hmm. um, which, is a, which, a really, which is a really big film festival. Um, and, yeah, since then, it's kind of been like a snowball effect. Got you. So one of the biggest pieces of advice was from Leonardo DiCaprio basically saying, like, cut your time with this crap in short. And then just exactly. shoot shoot bigger, even if it, oh, shit, I like that, I like that. How was that feeling of yeah. winning the, the Tribe, uh, Tribeca Film Festival? Because I know you got a, I think it was a $10,000 grant, right? Yeah, well, that was for writing. And oh, I, snap. I script, uh, that was for writing. That was something different. But, um, but no, that was dope, man. That, that's man, we made it made NBC News, it made Yahoo News, like it made USA Today. Like mm-hmm. it was just pretty pretty big film. For for a short for somebody who's never done acting before, I was like, wow, I was it was, it was I was I was mm-hmm. shocked. I just I just couldn't believe it. The press that it got. That's amazing. What's uh what was uh, the biggest explosion like in regards to maybe like a following that you got uh during the past few years was it that one in particular that you were mentioning or was it maybe like a certain role that you got or i think throughout the time it was i mean when i first like i used to post a lot of pictures of celebrities mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like it'd be so random you know i meet yeah the, i meet the most random celebrity at the most random time like i, I met jim carrey doing karaoke one night what? just like yeah we just ch- chatted up and talked that's fucking about, dope. Just like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like sitting talking to him for like three hours. Like yeah. And, you know, posting stuff like that and just, you know, certain hashtags. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're working on set, hey, I'm doing this film with Lena Waithe. Hashtag Lena Waithe. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Netflix. So okay. stuff like that builds up and throughout time, you know, then you have a marketing team that helps you, stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I don't really take it serious to be honest. You know, it's just, yeah, just like it's... a platform to just showcase mm-hmm. um, my work and what I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a little uh, a biography, if anything, like your own personal one. Exactly. Uh, yeah. How you want to conjecture it? What do you think about Instagram, person? Like, aside from obviously you don't take it seriously, what do you think? Um, I guess in regards to other people, do you think the people that are posting? Um, the most shit, like like they're doing like the most luxurious shit. Do you think they're more sad 
personally or do you think they're just living it up or because I've heard a lot of controversy between those I'm like oh they're just coping for um, for how they are or for all I know obviously it's, it's harder to actually get more insight on them because that's their their own self but I guess the majority yeah I mean you know some people actually use it for that reason like some people mm-hmm. get money on that drug some people get ten thousand dollars of photo posts I know uh. and they're getting money so you know some people do that some people use it um you know for for psychology purposes you know some people post their yeah post what they're feeling um, about someone else instead of actually calling them and talking to the person that yeah. posts on Instagram is yeah I mean it's just it's just different various but I mean for the most part I think it's a good tool to, to connect with people and build relationships with people and also to put your business out there. So, you know, mm-hmm. so, I think it's a good tool. Yeah, I, I, I usually like to pretty much say that social media is a reflection of who you are for the most part. Um, and that could be whether you don't post, maybe you're just happy as hell, like with yourself that you don't like have the need to do so, or maybe you're posting too much to kind of make up for something. So, but then again, like I said, everyone's like a case by case study in short. Exactly. Yeah, man. But have you ever gotten paid to do like a post on Instagram or no? No, I've been offered, but I used to think they were spam. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize it was like a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. What uh? People actually hit me up. What do they say like in the DMs, or how do they bring up like the offers? Man, they'll ask me, um, you know, can you post this and we'll send you some products, or can you post this and we'll pay you a certain amount? Or mm-hmm. you know, so, so, well, one company, um, one skincare company called Manage, M E N H A I, um, they actually, uh. They actually booked me a whole thing or actually came up they booked me a hotel and actually did a whole little ad of oh, sure. a little campaign a little small little campaign yeah you know, when they first started so you know some of it has these peaks and whatever but mm-hmm. i stay off that thing man to be honest I, I, <laughs> I hey that's it's a- just so addictive like i'll just if like if i don't then i'm the type of person um i'll just be on it all day i'll just swipe and just be on it all day and just looking at people's profiles, man. I just—it's none of my business, you know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, I think uh, that's the one thing overall. Like, I like for the most part, you're right. I'm like, it's none of my business. So I agree with you on the Instagram thing. Uh, the only thing that has changed recently, uh, I, I'm like, it's not my business, but I'm gonna still jump in. Is Clubhouse? I don't know why that fucking app is addicting, oh, man. Clubhouse popping. Uh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse is popping, bro. I mean, the amount that's of. How you and I met. Yeah, that's that's exactly how this is happening. That's how the last um the last two episodes have happened directly through Clubhouse, and I'm just like, wow. fuck Instagram, fuck Twitter. Oh, I mean, I kind of like Twitter because it's funny as shit, but Clubhouse, like for connections at yeah, least, Twitter you know. Twitter is funny. It's all cap. Yeah, dude. I'm like, bro. I'm like, Insta- Instagram. Everyone's like, oh, I'm having brunch at so and so, and then Instagram's or Twitter's like, I'm fucking depressed. I'm like, retweet, dog. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Retweet, retweet. I'm depressed. Yeah, I'm just like, no cap. I'm like, all right, all right. But another thing that I wanted to ask you as well was, um, I guess, did you have anybody that you knew in uh, in New York when you first moved over there? Yeah, so when I first moved here, I got lucky. When I first moved here, um, the first night I got here, I randomly met um, someone mm-hmm. uh, on 34th Street, this girl, and I was like, yo, if you help me, get to Lincoln Center, I'll take you out to, to, to eat. Okay. To Applebee's. And she took me out, and then we ended up being together for like two years. 
Oh, no way. So I met her the first day I got to New York. Yeah. Snap. And we're still friends to this day. So it's like, uh, but besides that, I knew somebody else that lived in Harlem. She was like a, like, a, like we worked at Fridays together, like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I have an aunt here or something. But, but I, didn't, I didn't really know anybody, though. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! Okay, I I guess it's just making that that network person to person instead of like social media, right? Yeah, I was going out there and just meeting people because they, I mean, yeah, because this was 2010. They didn't have no Instagram. I don't think they had Instagram 2010. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think they had maybe, Instagram. Like, or maybe they did, but I just didn't use it. I I started using it like recently, like 2014, which you saw. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like Instagram. Fuck! I I was graduating high school in 2013, so I think it was yeah, like. I I think it was like 2012. I started like slowly grinding upwards from there. So I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I'm just like, it's crazy how much social media takes over pretty much people's lives, you know? Because I know people that are just fucking living on it, like every two seconds, checking every post, every story. I'm like, bruh, just do something else. Get to work. I'm like, their life doesn't affect you, you know? Unless there's like something fucking crazy, like a bombing or something. Then okay, maybe. But, you know, something of, the, uh, of those lines. But how, why did you guys uh, end up breaking up? And, and obviously, you guys are still on good terms. How did that How did that go? Uh, it was good, man. You know, I just, uh, you know, that, uh, her birthday was like in October. And I think I helped her. She was doing something with uh, Big Brother, Big Sisters. And I helped donate it and supported that. And, yeah, we're in a good place, man. It just, you know, in this, in this business or in this industry or just in the city, it's always good to just keep some type of connection with with the people that you started with, um, just to keep you grounded mentally. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway. Uh, yeah, mentally yeah. grounded. Um, how so? <laughs> um, just in the you know, just in the sense where you don't lose your sense of purpose, you know, mm-hmm. your, your reason why you started and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you've been on this journey for let's say 10 years 11 years or is is that sound about right yeah on an acting journey i would say about five six years but yeah in total yeah what would you consider the last five years because you said acting six years what would be the last bit is it the same thing before that yeah yeah yeah. that was like self-discovery oh gotcha okay what do you think the biggest the biggest thing that you learned about yourself during that time that I am consistent, man. That you're consistent? Very consistent. And I definitely, I, I, I'm one of those guys that want to get, want to get what they want. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I was like, I'm telling you, I'm like, that's one of the first things I said, just looking back on all your posts and everything. I'm like, you're, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're doing what it takes. And, and when I heard about you on Clubhouse, you were like, hey, this is like my one good thing that happened to me and, and I'm grateful. So, I mean, did you start that project? Was it last month or last week? I don't. I think I might have like cut last off week. last week, right? And that's yeah. and for people that don't know, it's uh, it's a movie that Michael Bay is producing, correct, or directing? Uh, I mean, Michael Gay. Um, so it's a whole other guy. <laughs> it's a it's a porno, guys. We're talking about <laughs> Afrikami and bitch too. So. <laughs> Well, but I can't talk about the Netflix film I'm doing with Lena Waithe though. That that's coming out this year. For so Beauty, right? Beauty. How? Yeah. yeah, talk to me about that. My bad. Nisi Dash is in there. Yeah. Um, Giancarlo Esposito. I don't know if you watch Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. 
You remember the, uh, the McDonald's? Uh, the, the, the guy who owned the McDonald's in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Oh, snap. Black dude. Yeah, is, Sharon Stone's in it. I think Joy Badass is in it. Is, um, I saw the trailer on your Instagram. Was that, uh, was Dwayne Johnson in it as well? No, no, no. That, that was, they were previewing all the Netflix, uh, oh. upcoming films and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell? I was like, damn, dude. I'm like making moves out here, huh? New York City's where it's at. Are you? I was like, I feel like LA's low key kind of dead right now. I, I think, anyways, but I don't know. How's New York been? Because I know I, I know both are on like the same boat. I know a lot a lot of people are moving from New York to fucking Miami. I've seen. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I know, I know some people. It's been good, man. Just transitions been good. Um, I'm looking forward to being in LA though, man. I just yeah. got an LA agent, so. I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how did that happen? My manager. Your manager? Yeah, she referred me to this agent. Yeah. How excited and pumped were you when that happened? I was definitely excited, man. I was I was definitely I was happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I've always wanted to be by close to him, so. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was it was a good moment, man. I'm happy to be by close to it. Did you work do, on both coasts? Did you do anything to celebrate? Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> I mean, I got you know turned up. Yeah. <laughs> we're at. We're at. Oh, at home. Oh, okay. You know, we're we're in quarantine. Yeah, it's like a month ago. Oh, okay. Because one of the guys that I talked to is from New York City and. And they were like, yeah, most places are closed. At least this was like a month ago or something like that. And they were like, yeah, everything's closed up. But if you know some spots, they're fucking open. I'm like, fucking savage, bro. But there's some spots over here. It's slowly starting to open up over there, right? I think, it, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. But I think it's about like 25% or 15% indoor. Does that sound about mm. right? Probably. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey, man, ignorance is bliss. I'm just like, everyone that I know is uh just like freaking out, like in regards to like with everything going on. How are they doing like for the set? Are they making you take a COVID test like every single day you're on set? Yeah. yeah. Well, not every day, but uh, at least have to be tested before you get there. And then there's like COVID compliance people on set. Yeah. Making sure we're, we're going, abiding by the rules and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, cool. Let Let me ask you this: What's your your most memorable moment been in in New York City ever since you moved? Aside from like acting, more so like on a personal note, or both? We could do both too. I would probably say moving in my own place. Yeah. Finally, being able to uh, live on my own has probably been the best for me. Mm-hmm. And was As that an artist? That's amazing. Was that after? Um, was that was that after the Tribeca Awards or the film festival? No, this this recent. This within the last year. Oh shoot! Okay, that's yeah. Am- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. Obviously, you've come from from nothing to a really long way. Um, I wanted to ask this: How has your without naming any numbers? How has like your uh, your personal like situation changed like in regards to finances without naming any numbers either? Yeah, drastically, man. I mean, you know, I definitely um, started with nothing and earning income from something from these acting gigs. And, you know, it's a different type of paycheck when you do it, when you get it from doing something from what you love, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a different weight to the money that you get. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can earn fifty dollars for a, a short film, and it feels better than earning two hundred dollars for a, a check from a job that you hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Big time because. Like, for me and my job, I'm just, like, every fucking day, I'm, like, I dread waking up. And I know that's, at least for the position that you're currently in, you don't have that. You have that drive. You're excited. You're ready to get it in because it's following your passion, what you want to do. Is right. What's uh, your long-term goal? I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it is kind of true at the same time. What is there something, a, a specific marker that you want to be at? Um, yeah, man. You know, just in the business, earning income. Um, or working after having a solid family, being a good father, good husband, you know, mm-hmm. basics. Mm-hmm. I'm basic, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, just the basics, man. I don't really need all that red carpet, all that, all that extra stuff. I definitely want an Oscar, though. It's definitely something I want. That'd be sick. Yeah, man. I, I, I feel you when it comes to like that basic. I'm like, dude, I'm happy with like this. Like I said, the rest of this shit's my room. I have fucking beds over there. And then I just have this over here, you know? I'm like, for the most part, just for for display but i'm like i i don't really need much than this i was like aside from like if i have a family maybe because of a wife then <laughs> then yeah but for me i'm like dude i could have a fucking mattress on the floor and a like a small little drawer i'll be the happiest guy ever you know i'm like i don't even fucking need a tv i just have my fucking iphone yeah, I'm very minimal. yeah. i don't know man a lot of girls that that i've uh that i've talked to or dated before like way back when they're like, well, how the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I'm like living my best life. They're like, you don't even have a fucking, uh, what is it called? Um, that shit that holds the fucking bed. Oh, the frame. You don't even have a bed frame. I'm like, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. mind your that's business. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's dope when you, can, when you have the mentality that you don't really need anything to excel. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think that whenever you don't need certain stuff like that, like, like kind of how I was mentioning earlier, you don't really have that much overhead you don't have to have more money to just provide for the bare minimum then then you have the leeway to take the risks that you were able to take in the beginning you know Word. yeah man i'm like that. that's why i'm like i don't want any ki- i want kids but i don't want kids right now i'm just like let me just get through life first make sure i'm able to have like yeah. a steady income and then save 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 <laughs> and maintain that minimalist lifestyle but that, that, that's yeah. about it. I mean, other than, like, the minimalist lifestyle, I mean, the only thing I really care about is maybe, like, going out for drinks and food. That That's it, man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that, that's about it. What's your favorite food spot that you've hit up uh, in New York? Favorite what? What's your favorite um, spot that you've hit up for New York in regards to, to food? Because I know the food is fantastic over there, right? Um, what's a good food spot here? Uh, I like this joint literally down the street, downstairs from my crib. It's called... Um... What's that drink called? Veggies. It's a place called Veggies, black owned. It's on Nostrand mm-hmm. and Sullivan. It's a really dope spot. Man, that's what kind of food they got over there? They have uh, smoothies, all types of you know, organic uh-huh. products. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Who's um you said you mentioned that, that you had seen like a like a plethora of, of celebrities that you've taken pictures with. Who've uh, who have you met up? You said Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, I love Jim Carrey, man. He's amazing. Yeah, Jim Carrey, uh, Will Smith. I ran, I met him um, on set, actually. He was shooting a film called Collateral Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was actually during Trump at the Film Festival when I met him. Um, I don't know, The Rock. I met The Rock in my gym. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, security guard, they're like the same size. I'm like, why do you have a security guard? <laughs> you can take care of yourself, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. He's dope, man. He's a, he's a, go- he's a dope person, man. Mm-hmm. He has a good heart. I like, I like him, man. You know, he's not so much into celebrities. Mm-hmm. He, he, he wants to make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you had his tequila? I think yeah. it's, it's called Mana, I believe. Oh, I'm sure it's called Mana. Yeah, I mean, it, that sounds exactly like The Rock, you know? So yeah. you got to get that Hawaiian twist in. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but, I mean, I do want to try. I think Kevin Hart's doing one as well. I don't know if you heard about that or not, but. No, no. Yeah, man. But that's crazy. Did you take a photo with The Rock? I did, yeah. It's on, it's on there. It's on Instagram. It's on Instagram? Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, dude, that's sick. Maybe I just, like, glanced past it when I was, like, looking from, like, the beginning up, you know? But that's fucking crazy, man. I don't know. What what, what would be your biggest takeaway for, uh, let's say, for new actors? What, what what piece of advice would you give them? Biggest takeaway for new actors? Um, learn to hear no and be okay with it. Um, you know, be yourself. As a person, understand your your why. Why are you doing this? And stay true to that. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much. What's been your why? What's been my why? Um, man, it's, it's so much. I guess just me, just just from somebody who quit his job. I guess for me, I like I like the creating reality aspect of it. Like I get to you know, create reality. Like, I, I get to say I want to do something, think about it, visualize it, create it. Mm-hmm. I love that part. I love uh, representing, you know, uh, certain people in history, you know. I can tell a story. And, um, yeah, man, you know, the, the, the chance to represent um, black people in general or black man in general in a good light or in different facets to get people to understand who a black man is or what a black man goes through. And, you know, you get to do that through through acting. You get to do that through playing characters, mm-hmm. being people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a as a person in your position, what has the previous year been like with, with everything chaotic, with everything going on? Like in particular, like with with obviously George Floyd and and Trump and and all those things. What have your feelings personally been like? My feelings, um, you know, they've been all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just overall, I just try to keep a good head every day and make sure I'm doing my part as a mm-hmm. person. But I try to keep my head clear from, from stuff like that, you know. To be honest, because it's a lot. This is a lot going on right now. You got Asian hate crimes mm-hmm. um, happening. You got people in Haiti. You know, I mean, there's people in Ghana. There's people in Nigeria just recently. And SARS, you know, the SARS situation. I mean, there's just so much going on mm-hmm. that um, I try to just keep a clear head, man. You know, mm-hmm. and use my art to to to, to vent. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think. I think what you're mentioning is is right because I think the more invested you get into it, I guess the more more of a mess you are inside because you're worrying about the problems that aren't in your control. Whereas, because yeah. that's one thing that I personally struggle with, and that's more so because like I'm I'm dealing with the stock market on, on a day to day basis on the weekdays, anyways. So I, I'm forced to kind of stay updated. 
But yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could separate it because yeah, I have noticed people in your position, like I said, you have more time to focus on, on yourself. Whereas for me in particular, I'm like, I, that is focusing on myself. But I, I do know that it comes at a cost though, at least mentally speaking, because I'm always drained with so much bad news. Like, Hey, there's an earthquake. Hey, there's a tsunami warning, like a warning. There's a shooting here and there, you know, all this fraud that, um, that wall street has been pretty much doing, you know, and I don't know, man, it's just, it's just a lot of chaos. Um, another thing that I wanted to bring up, why has, uh, why has Coleman been your biggest mentor? Coleman Domingo. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, well, see, that's one of the things I met him uh, when I was homeless and he just, he, well, he didn't know I wasn't announcing to people I was fucking homeless, but he can tell I was going through something and mm -hmm. he just, I don't know, he's just been a supportive person, man. It's just always been in my corner and anytime I need somebody to talk to or, you know, vent or he's just always supportive of what I do and my moves and. You know, he's one of those mentors that, that you get rarely that you actually connect with as a person, mm -hmm. not just for the work that they've already done, mm -hmm. you know? So he's been like a big brother to me. He always calls me his little brother. He thinks I look like him and shit. So it's, mm -hmm. it's great. <laughs> what's, uh, what's been your biggest takeaway from him? Consistency, man. That, that dude is a beast. He's, yeah. a, he's a, just a beast. Does he, do, uh, does he do acting as well or does he do something else? Yeah, he's a playwright, um, Tony-nominated actor. Oh, snap, okay. Um, started with theater. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. He, he did a one-man one show. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah, he was in Euphoria. He was in a lot of stuff. Oh, is it? My friend was asking me that. <laughs> in Euphoria, and he's in, he was in The Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favorite shows ever. You should watch it. You know, it's funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, people be, people be saying all that, because they see that, there was like he actually like comments on my stuff and we sh you show each other love so they'd be like yo how do you even know this thing like, mm. and it's funny it's like i don't even be knowing half the stuff he does i just know him more so just because he's a genuine spirit and mm. i connect with him mm. and i got lucky that he just so happened to be a fucking call me to me you know what i'm saying he happened to be that it's yeah like, it's like you end up connecting with will smith but he actually ends up being this great person yeah and you, you your relationship is based on that energy, that back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's not based on, oh, you was in Euphoria. Oh, yo, I saw you in Most of the times, I don't, I don't see, I haven't even seen Euphoria yet. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. They would know. You know? I, I feel that, you know what, those are the favorite, or the best connections that, that are out there because at the end of the day, there's, there's no need for, for advancement. There's no like, like hunger or whatever because that's one of the things i don't exactly. like and that's one of the reasons why i i mean i pretty much call this podcast socially responsible i'm like i'm not trying to play the fucking part that everyone plays in this gig i'm like i'm not trying to kiss ass you know i'm like i'm trying to actually get to know who you are as a person like what you stand for not just like you know like oh let's get your business card like frank let's do this let's meet up let's connect i'm like no like fuck that linkedin bullshit you know i'm like linkedin's yeah. fine but i don't i don't really fuck with that you know i don't know right yeah i don't know how i know this kind of this is a very vague question but how's uh how's the kiss assing in like new york like in regards to the film industry is it like is it like new like la or is it like I don't even do that. I don't do no kissing ass. I think that's I why you're where you're at, man. My kissing ass is just my work. Yeah. I'm always working. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. people notice that. And then that's that's how we do it in New York. I don't know how they do it in LA. I heard LA is very clicky, very like, who are you with? What do you do? Some shit. Yeah, they are. That's why I like clubs. 
it's a big reason why I haven't been. So, mm. when do you uh, when do you plan on moving to LA? Uh, I don't even know, man. I don't even know if I'm gonna move to LA. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on the job. If I get a job, maybe. Yeah. I was like, if you do, I was like, I, I don't even have to worry about you changing because I think you're similar to me. It, it, like, I stay in my own lane for the most part unless, like, I want to connect with you. Other than that, bro, like, I mean, I haven't drank in, like, in two weeks, but <laughs> I was like, shit, let me take a real quick shot over here. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just fucking just going to the gym, just doing this, um, just connecting with new people. I don't, yeah, I'm not... <laughs> I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> hey, no worries. Who was that? That was funny as hell. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, 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 dude, that, no, that's awesome, yeah, I was like, for the most part, yeah, you'll do good, and one of the things that I've noticed as well, like, personally, I'm like, the kids' asses never make it, hence why you're in the position that you're in, because like you said, you don't, it's like, unless you're doing, like, you're focusing on work, that's where you're going, like, hard, but other than that, you're just fucking crying and just doing your own thing, man. How often are you hitting up the gym over there? You say what? How often are you hitting up the gym over there? Pretty much, man, pretty much all the time. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, I, I also wanted to ask you this. How was the um, the experience in London? How did you get over there? It was a great experience, man. I was there for like a year. Um, yeah, man. It was Shakespeare. There was a bunch of theater. And it was pretty dope. It was a dope experience. Mm-hmm. How, uh, well, I wanted to ask you this as well. Um, I guess, uh, where did you stay over there when you were during that time? How old were you when you went? Did you have the support of your parents when you went over there as well, or no? Um, for the most part, yeah. But I mean, you know, like I said, it was, it was chill. It was only a year, mm-hmm. so it was pretty much me and two friends and school, and we came back. Awesome, yeah. That's that's fucking sick, man. I guess um, before I let you go, I guess I just wanted to ask you this really quick. What do you, what's the the best piece of advice you've ever received aside from consistency? Aside from what? Consistency. I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, aside from cons- consistency, because obviously that's important. Oh. Uh, and that can be out of life, man. It doesn't have to, it could be very vague. It doesn't have to be acting. I just kind of want to know a little bit more about like what's something that's been impactful that's that's really resonated with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I would say consistency, man. Just, you know, no. stay consistent keep going and never give up you know mm-hmm. to be honest or no a million times gotta keep at it and believe in yourself man. Mm-hmm. how was um how were all the how, what was your big first yes that you had cause yeah I know in that industry you're gonna hear a shit ton of no's yeah uh my first yes was uh TV show I did on CBS mm-hmm. it's like my first big Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not basic, man. Like I said, I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, what matters more is who the person is that's that's playing the role. Like I said, everyone else 
it doesn't matter. Like it, it just go, it just boils down to what your aspirations are and how hard you're willing to push to get to that point. And like I said, one the small cop right now led to you being the position that you're currently in. You know, so that that goes to show a lot more. I'm like, it's all. It's all stepping stones. It's all a process, man. But I, I think you're amazing. Thank you very much for your time, man. Where, where can people follow you at? Um, yeah, just follow me. It's Andre Ozine. That's Gmail. I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's why I know how to use Yeah, no, dude. That's a hey, major problem, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's just the name of Instagram. That's it. Awesome, man. I'll, I'll make sure I, I shoot you a tag when I when I I'll follow you, and then I'll shoot you a tag on Instagram, and then uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and put this out for any aspiring actors. Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. No, of course, man. I congrats on your success. You deserve all that. Just keep hustling. I know you will. So good shit, man. Thank you, brother. Of course, man. Sunday, man. You too, bro. All right, peace, man. me